Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is September 1st. Andy, how are we doing? Brendan! Oh, I meant to say Brooksy! It's great to be back. It's, uh, it's awesome to be back on the 1st. I'm uh, I'm enjoying northern Michigan still. It's just delightful up here. Uh, there's not much not to love. There's, we're just chock full of golf news. Who knew that... The golf would be. I saw that there was an article written about the Brooksy uh, uh, decision by the Monahan. Yeah, yeah, there's an article in TMZ about it. I mean, no, really? Yeah, this is golf oh in the big time here, kicking people out for. I, you know, I think we should talk about this right off the top, unless you want to, you know, you want to talk about your performance on Sunday night. No, I just I want to apologize. I don't want to talk about it ever again. I didn't realize how bad it was. I was just scree. I still haven't listened to it except for clips that people have shared, which I hope are the worst of the worst on Twitter. It, it was didn't just realize, all around bad. They realized I was just screaming into my dashboard, barreling down I-95, and uh, I apologize. We obviously didn't get to a lot of what we wanted to. And I'm just sorry. I, there was probably a lot of first-time listeners, not a lot, but some, you know, given that it was a sort of dramatic sort of national story how it finished. Uh, so we apologize. But maybe that's a good sort of way to kind of blood you, get you right into it. Because don't expect much. It's, set your expectations low. But that was certainly an all-time worst for, uh, for technical audio difficulties and unfortunately it's purely an audio medium so i apologize yeah you know we, um, we at that point when you came in on the pod i was at a point where i knew there was nothing it was a disaster kvv had already broken out like five times it was just it was at the point where i just said you know it's like 11 o'clock at night and i'm done i'm done with this thing just has to be over it was the perfect storm, to be clear. Perfect storm of you being on vacation and me like having to, I was working, covering an event. That probably won't happen again. Uh, so that was also why we canceled Friday, but it won't happen again. We appreciate you guys, I don't know, enduring or not enduring, just turning it off, <laughs> that sort of uh, bombshell, uh, that bomb episode. But anyways, you want to talk about this Brooksy stuff? Monaghan had his, yes. I don't know, state of the tour, the tour championship press conference. He talks to us twice a year about, I think, the players. And uh, ultimate, among other he, times, he but. speaks at he speaks at the ultimate prize, at the conclusion of the ultimate prize, and pr- before the gold standard. Yes, that's where that yes, that's when he comes out and holds his his press conferences. So he talked about several things. The pip, you know, he's not going to make that public. It goes through the end of the year. Oh, the word meltwater God. came out of his mouth. I was laughing as he said, you know, meltwater. The MVP, I just, uh, so he talked about various sundry items, but the primary thing, you know, first five, six, seven questions were all about Bryson, sort of the fan behavior. I think Kevin Van Valkenburg, the guest, sometimes guest on Monday, in and out, I guess, uh, you know, his his little tidbit he got of, of, you know, Bryson 
going at somebody at the ropes line, not going, you know, confronting, um, sort of even, you know, put a little more rocket fuel on this subject. So he was asked all about it. He's saying the shouting of Brooksy now, and maybe it always has. This is not to claim it. Maybe it always has because people were thrown out in Columbus for this. Falls under harassing behavior under the new PGA Tour fan of fan code of conduct policy, which I guess they've been working on for a couple of years now. Um, and it is not respectful. He says it's disrespectful and it will not be tolerated and you'll be asked to leave. And I don't know if this got through on Sunday, but there was a lot of cops and a lot of PGA Tour security and like the the private security, you know, not the Pinkerton, Pinkerton but some other brand. Pinkerton. No, some other brand. And they're all staring at people on the rope line and people on the perched up in the bleachers along the railings and things like that. So I think they're monitoring it, but I, I just... This is now an official policy, I suppose. And, and people, I'd say the general reaction, and I, I, I tweeted the quote, and unfortunately, I, or fortunately I've, been, I've been picked up, aggregated, and, and I'm getting a lot of mentions that I probably didn't ask for from, I would say, like, pardon my take group and that kind of, uh, which is totally within their right. But they, they seem, the, the initial reaction, this is soft. This is incredibly soft. This is incredibly wimpy. This is pathetic. The PGA Tour is actually in the news. It's a good thing. There's a rivalry, and this is super, super soft. One last clarifying bit. Like, it's like Bryson, to our point, I mean, as far as we know, Bryson did specifically ask for this, right? Like, this was just Monaghan saying, like, this isn't like Bryson, oh, Bryson's such a wimp. He went and complained on Sunday. Like, I think he complained at Memorial, or his agent did. But this was not specifically Bryson being soft. It's, it's sort of a general tour policy, probably done, you know, uh, Bryson's not urging, but I'm sure he, he, he's made his displeasure with it known at, at headquarters. What's your reaction? Is it soft? Are you in the soft camp? You know, I just think this is a, a very slippery slope. It's something that's difficult to contend with here. Um, I don't really yeah. envy the PGA Tour in the position that they've been put in with having to deal with this because um, obviously a big thing with 2021 in sports has been mental health. And um, Bryson clearly doesn't like this no matter what he says about this. Um, it clearly affects him, especially as KVV, the instance that KVV wrote about and, and witnessed. Uh, but... At the same to- time, same token, where's the line get drawn and where, I mean, where does this go from here? What, what if I'm, what if I'm, and I, this is, I'm using an example that would never happen. What if Kevin Kisner wakes up tomorrow and decides he doesn't want to be called Kiz? You going to kick fans out for calling them Kiz? Like, where yeah. does this stop? And at the same time, like, hey, you know, this is why I said, golf's better without fans one of the reasons is it's like this shit sucks um but like you know you got fans and it's going to be really hard because like people are going to get kicked out that didn't say brooksy but they're going to be guilty by they think this was the guy and he's going to get like kvv talked about how Malpy thought he yelled brooksy for a while yeah. and that's that's what's going to happen it's going to be a circus this isn't going to stop you know, if you're going to ban Brooksy, ban a bunch of other words. Like, and this is this is going to continue to be an issue. 
people are going to get kicked out. I mean, yes, they kicked somebody out. Yeah. yeah, and 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 I just think that I just Bryson needs to come out and talk about how this has affected him. Really? Um, I know. I know that this is, but that's. There's fans on either side of the situation, and most fans are in the middle. They don't care. They're tired of this whole thing. Most fans are either very, you know, that you have your devote Brooks fans, devote Bryson fans, but most are in the middle. If Bryson comes out and says, hey, this this bugs me, everybody that's anyone undecided is going to be like, yeah, stop saying Brooksy. That's a dick thing to say. Like, that's what like the legitimately needs to happen, and then if Bryson will come out of it way ahead, talk to the print media, tell them this. Like this is free PR advice. Like just go, just be a human being. Don't be you. Be a human being, and like yeah. say this bugs me, and this is why it bugs me, and I tried to act like it didn't, and it didn't work, and it's so relatable. It's in, it, everybody can relate to it. Everybody, for the most part, unless they were just the dick bully that never like it, everybody has had something like this happen in their lives. For the most part, most people aren't dealing with it at age twenty-eight or whatever Bryson is. But here we are, you know. And I just think about other sports too. And there's so many other yeah. sport parallels here because this is. It's just. That's why it's such a slippery slope for the PGA Tour. Why? What's why is it such a slippery slope? What because do you mean, like with what other sports? What happens when somebody says this? What happens like where's the line? If Brooksy is the line, then there should be hundreds of fans getting kicked out every day for shit they say. Like, are you gonna make put this as a judgment call on on hourly security guard workers that are getting paid fifth? Like, that's the other thing. You're putting like you're kicking fans out, people that are interested in your sport, and the people that are going to be in charge of kicking them out are going to be, you know, like security guys, like that are yeah. they aren't. This is not like PGA Tour officials that are going to be kicking them out. It's going to be third party hired event security. Like this is, it's just a very, like, it just can it could unravel really poorly. I could see a journalist getting kicked out. Like who? Like this is go- something's going to happen where somebody that didn't like lots of people that didn't yell Brooksy are going to be say they're guilty because the guy that yelled Brooksy was right by them. You know? Yeah. What if a kid? Are they yeah. going to kick a thirteen-year-old kid out if they say Brooksy? Yeah, they should actually get the kids out of here. Get 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 all the kids out of here. No, I I. I don't have like an easy answer. Like I kind of laugh and think about it vis-a-vis other sports, like you know Gary Payton or so, like some trash talkers, like legitimately Reggie Miller, like, Spike or, Lee, or somebody in the arena, and I like golf is unique for sure. But I mean, there's also like been happening a long time. Monty's had to deal with a lot more mean shit than this, and I get like decorum is some somewhat whittled as the years have gone on and social media has become more part of our lives. Like, yeah, we're all a little bit bigger rough around the edges a lot of times um i don't know i'm ready for it to go away but i don't think it's going to it seems really hard to legislate this and start throwing people out i think actually bryson's best course of action is to not talk i think he just needs to like because 
let's face it, like he's bad at talking. He's bad at talking to the press. That's why I was he, it to, shouldn't be mumbo jumbo. He's bad at talking to the press because he never says anything that's actually real. He is right, a fake right. human being. That's the thing, well, but, is that everything that comes out of his mouth is like some pre-thought-of, preconceived statement rather than he never speaks as a human being. That's the issue. But, but he always steps in it, even pre Like, he always ends up... St- I was talking to somebody the other day. I was like, like, it's in my best interest as somebody who works in this industry to have him talking to us so we know what he's thinking. And what, but, like, I understand his side. Like, the more he talks when he's actually pressed on questions or asked something about, like, tell us about your round, like, how hard you were hitting it so far. That was amazing. Or doing, like... Golf.com, like, schlock. Sponsored um, posts. The spon- yeah, Golf.com like, sponsored spots. He steps in it even when it's not hard questions. He just steps in it. Like, if I could understand his camps, like, it's better to take the heat for not talking to the press than actually talking because he's so bad at it and always ends up doing dumb shit, saying stupid stuff. So, I, I you know, I do understand that. But, yeah, I think he just needs to ignore it. He needs to, like, it's going to come. It's going to keep coming. And, he, like, it, it'll die out. I think the general consensus is starting to turn that this is stupid. It's a bad shit. Like, like I said the other day, like, it's a bad shout. It's uncreative. It's of a piece of mashed potatoes at this point. Um, that doesn't mean, like, Bryson's also not, like, pretty unsympathetic in a lot of a lot of ways and it's brought him upon himself uh not necessarily the heckling but but a lot of like the scorn or, or disapproval but i don't know I, I think his best course of action is to not he's just got to suck it up and not let it bother him and not let on that it's bothering him like going at people on the rope line maybe that's the wrong way to maybe that's Maybe that's not possible. Maybe that's not what you should do in this day and age. But like, I think it's probably the best way for him to rid himself of the Brooksy shouts. Anyways, but he may, he's already opened up and said it, it, it impacts him. I don't know. You have anything else? Like the tour? I don't know. They don't. They courted these people. They courted this, is, this live crowd. Under par. This live, is live yeah. under par. This is this, this is, is you. Yeah. You get what you you know. You reap what you sow. And this is what you yep. created. And in all of your bullshit marketing campaigns have pushed your sport. It's not even a sport. It's a it's a entertainment product, as as your player advisory council president stated. You you've pushed your entertainment you've actually what you've done is you've taken your sport and made it an entertainment product. And now this is what you get. This is like legitimately what you tried to do. Rather than com- creating you know, competitions and having, you know, the best players in the world face strenuous tests week in, week out and allowing the product to carry the thing. This is what you wanted. This is the PIP. This is what the PIP created also. Let's be very clear. None of this happens if the PIP doesn't exist because Brooks put it out there because of the PIP. Like this is all they've done all this to themselves. They put themselves in a horrible situation and all the only people they can look back on and say, this is our own fault. The fans didn't come up with this on their own. Right. And, 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 Brooks, and Brooks wouldn't have done this if you didn't create this $40 million slush fund that goes to people that oh, yeah. get a lot of social interactions. So, yeah. like, this is all stems back. This is Monahan's problem. And I guess now that I'm thinking about it, he's the one that has to fix it because he created it. Yeah, I mean Brooks has the the dashboard. He knows his pip ranking. He does knows what he's doing. Like he's all into it, and that's what this was. It's an easy six seven figure payout for him. 
Um, Bryson, though, I mean, he maybe he's number one. God, he's the talk of everything, even when he doesn't win. And he hasn't won since Bay Hill. And he's somehow, you know, dominated all summer, the storylines. Um, all right. Let's he could win this the, week. At, he could. He could. He's got some ground to make up. Like oh, you said, yeah? entertainment product. Everybody's starting at different spots. He's got a little bit of ground to make up uh, on Patrick Cantlay. Is that who's who's first? Yeah, uh, Cantlay, um, then Finau at eight. He's three Cantlay. shots back. Yeah, Pan- Cantlay is living under par. He's got that well, popular picture. Everybody's living under par except for the last five. <laughs> so uh, let's do cleanup from Sunday. We I gave so many events short shrift. You had. Um, do we really have to ca- at this point? We have so much more to talk about. You know what? Talk about Bern Wiesberger hitting it in the water. And Rasmus Whatever. Hogard Rasmus, Rasmus Hogard, 20-year-old, three European tour wins. Great job. Who won the Curtis Cup? Did the U.S. win the Curtis Cup? Oh, yeah. They, they cruised yeah. in singles. Great job. Came back hard. <laughs> Great job, U.S. Curtis Cup team. This is, this is not a slight. This is just, it's just Wednesday. This is old news. Who won the senior amateur at, at Detroit, do we know? Is it not? I think it's still going Chip on. Lutz? Chip Lutz? No, it's not. No way. I know Fred Ridley did not play particularly well. It's still going on. It's in match play. It's in the round of 16. What are you. No way. You know, there's, there's stroke play in that 64 person match play. I Tim know, Hogarth. but I feel like it started Tim, last like Monday. Tim Hogarth took it, it, won the stroke play 10 under. Chip Lutz finished second. Jeff Knox okay. finished sixth. There's a lot now of into the round round of sixteen. Knox is no longer in the event. He got knocked out. Lutz is still in okay. it. A couple other people. Doug Hansel. He played professionally for a while. Gene Elliott's in it. Uh, those are names. Right, wait, I didn't need to get into this. Sorry. Jim Lehman. Sorry. Jim Lehman. That's got to be Tommy Docker's brother. Jim Docker's her cousin he's from minnetonka minnesota that's it's gotta that's be yeah jim jimmy dockers that could be our guy <laughs> that's who we're rooting for jimmy dockers finally could get out if... from his his fellow dockers family uh uh shadow with the wind. overshadow yeah i was dockers even a brand anymore i don't know i you know uno pizza is still a brand which i did not know i went to media yeah. dining i came around the corner they had unos for us i was like oh chicago original for the western That's, open chicago's <laughs> greatest export pizzeria uno that's what i'm talking about um all right and adam svenson won the cornberry tour in, at scarlet in, in columbus okay and woozy had hot dogs and wine oh this Do you have any I reaction to that? Talk about. We, that would have been a sunday topic of conversation that what do you want to talk video, about? For anybody that hasn't seen this yet, you need to, to search Ian Woosnam hot dogs. And I'm sure that it's been aggregated on 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 popular golf uh, websites. But Ian Woosnam hot dogs, it's maybe the greatest video of all time. His, uh, he starts the video talking about when his wife's away, it's wine and hot dog time. He's clearly drinking drank uh, like about a half of the uh, the magnum wine bottle <laughs> when he made the video and his hot dog is downright disrespectful to hot dogs everywhere the way he just smothers it in what he calls tomato sauce which is ketchup tomato sauce yeah i love the video i've watched it maybe seven times I, I I need a good laugh today, so I might watch it again. It is 
truly, this this is pip worthy content. This is the yeah. stuff that we need more of. Uh, yeah. Do you have no, any it thoughts? Was, it was no, it was great. I mean, that's what you he said. His wife was away, so he's having this expensive wine with these hot dogs. He cuts in half. Now I know you're very particular about how you like how you, the vessel and how you serve things. If even the most basic grilled items, like you like to do the burger dogs. Why was he cutting them in half? So I don't and understand. He was flopping them in- around, breaking them apart. It was just really like, what's he doing? He's flipping them. I don't know if he was a little like a little loose at that point, but he he's definitely just, like, was. He's he flailing. drank half the bottle of the thing that you got to pick up on is the wine's half gone. The vacuum <laughs> bottle's half gone. <laughs> he uh, and I don't think he just had just popped it open at the start of the video. Yeah. But here, the thing I think an underrated move is cutting the hot dog in half and grilling it face down sometimes. I think that's yeah. a good move because you get the yeah. grill marks. I don't think it's a good move after unless you're using like a, a, a hamburger bun, which he wasn't. He had a hot dog bun. I don't understand I gotta think it. he didn't grill them. I think he probably threw boiled, those suckers boiled. in the microwave or something. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't look like, a, like it was prepared with any great care or thought or... Um, sort of goal of making it really as delectable as possible. Um, all right, all right. Woozy with the video of the week last week. Event of the week yep. this week is Solheim Cup. We're gonna the, the start is Saturday, which I think is delightful. Saturday, Sunday, Monday, yeah. right across yes. the weekend. So Friday, your episode is going to actually have some punch and substance. It's not going to be just a rundown of uh, leaderboards that are irrelevant. Leaderboards. <laughs> yeah. Come so, on. Are you suggesting our Friday episodes no, are super, superfluous? I, we can all I, talk We got the flashback Friday, you know. Is yeah. the, is the I'm already seeing the captains for the Solheim Cup are on those like motorbikes, the two-wheeler no. motorbikes instead of cars. <laughs> I've seen Katrina Matthews zipping around Inverness in these motorcycles. That's pretty sweet. Actually. Unbelievable! It's better. It it's better cool. than having David Green out there David carting, Green carting around. The yeah, tr- carting around ZJ. I do. It does kind of get rid of sort of the uh, extra redundancy, you know, uh, in this team room. So, yeah, that could be interesting. I'll, I'll be. I hope they stick with that all the way through the competition. Anyways, yes, Friday full Sol- Solheim Cup de- uh, debrief and preview. This is your. Uh, I don't know. More. It's already the event of the week, but. Yes. We should call out before we hit on the tour championship, the net tour championship. Get in the rucket bucket. This is the last leg we just posted. It is all, we abide. We live in a low gross world here, Andy. You know, whatever they're starting at is disregarded. It's what you shoot over 72 holes. We did put a couple, you know, give can I spare me a few strokes? Props head to head in there. Will Knights had a few fun ones of like, you know, guys that are starting three under against guys that are one under. But other than that, it's, you know, will Bryson talk to the press? Will there be a, you know, a ball in hand? Preferred lies at some point put in for the Lup Championship. There's a, a few others. Will, will, you know, low net and low gross be the same guy as it was in uh, the first year, but it was not last year. So get in the rucket bucket. We have a, a, a real, a, I don't know, a couple thousand dollars worth of uh, rucket stuff for the grand prizes, these portable driving ranges. I'm giving away my Billy Horschel bobblehead. We're going to have SGS merch for the weekly winner. So if you missed the last two weeks, just uh, you can get in this one. You'll win SGS hat or a sweatshirt or something like that. So get in the rucket bucket, please. 
We will, uh, the link is in our Instagram bio. We've tweeted the link. It'll be in the newsletter. So, so jump in that. This is the last chance. At the very get, least, uh, you're going to get a discount code for Rocket. So, yeah, that's true. That's true. You will get a, get, I think, 15% off at Rocket.com uh, when this is all over with. All right. So, let's do it. Our schedule for the week. We mentioned the Solheim Cup, which we'll go into on Friday. We have the Tour Championship presented by, I don't know, Coca Cola and Southern Company. That is at East Lake. Uh, not the event of the week. It's 30 guys, staggered start. I don't know. I, I, I don't have much to say about it. I like Kevin mentioned this on Sunday. It's one of those courses. There's a ton of data. It's all strokes gained approach, is the, you know, and that's often the case in many places, is the one that, uh, you know, signifies who does best here. Um, I just don't, I don't have any familiarity with it. There's the one where you can go for it in two over the water. 18. I think that's 18. <laughs> And like, then there's yeah, a long, the, the, the ninth hole is the, the log par three par, that used to be the finisher. That's where so, Haas chipped out of the mud, right? I so, remember the know, two and, finishers because thank God it's over. That's, that's the march around East Lake is over. It's a Reese's so Pieces, just, uh, you know, masterpiece where you can't remember anything. It used to be a Donald Ross, probably, you know, it's, it's all Reese though now. So it, it's just, it is what it is. It's tired. I saw some some Atlanta folk that were clamoring for to bring back the Bell South. <laughs> As we talked, I saw in, a, when, if, in regards to our episode where we talked about Atlanta needing to get rid of it. They were clamoring for the Bell South. Oh God! <laughs> Amazing. Um, yeah, it, it's a lot of money. It's going up. Monahan said. I thought he said they were increasing their purses total by eighteen percent year over year i thought i don't know there's 633 million in comprehensive earnings uh although maybe that was for this year i guess between comcast business the 35 million 60 million there's 85 million dollars in like just basically like cash to throw at people from the end of the comcast tour to this um so i don't know this I just don't have a lot of like signifying moments with this thing. You know, there's Tiger going up the fairway, which is cool. There's Bill Haas. I, I just don't, it is what it is. I don't know that it changes. I appreciate the clarity. The players seem to be more and more down on the staggered start. Justin Thomas, uh, John Rahm sort of leaned into it again, although he's like, I don't want my words to be misconstrued, but you know, I appreciate it for the clarity, but I'm not a fan of it after he ripped it, I think, in New York. Uh, Justin Thomas is like, I like it now more than uh, I like it more now than I feel like I did when it first heard it. It's tough. It's easier for people to understand at home, which is the main reason it's happened. Um, but I'm not really a big fan of whoever finishes lowest wins the golf tournament because that's not necessarily the fact. And winning golf tournaments out here is a big deal. So I personally wish that wasn't a thing because I mean, you know, if you're ten under, you have a lot better chance to win the actual tournament. Versus everyone starting at the same score. Uh, you know, and then you obviously get into the fact of if I could have the greatest season of all time on the PGA Tour, I could win 15 times this season, I come here and get hurt or have something bad happen, and I finish 30th in the FedEx Cup after winning 15 times that's, a year. That's my, so. that's my thing. That's my biggest take. I, a couple of years ago, DJ had a bad week and finished like 27th in the FedEx Cup for the year. And these are things like, all right, when we did those spotlights year in, year out, 
or we would look at like big things were money list. Like where somebody finished in the money list and the FedEx cup yeah. has effectively replaced the money list. And now you have this ridiculous thing where you could be 30th of the FedEx cup coming in, play great and end up like fourth to 12th on the FedEx cup. That's not really representative of that. And then also you could, you could have like, you know, one every single week of the year and then finish bomb out get the shanks or something and finish last yeah. and then you're 30th like it's just idiotic it's dumb it's yeah. you know what it is you know what this is what what this is another massive problem that jay monahan has created for himself i you know i watched that entire monahan press conference today live he he um he doesn't do well you know, like publicly, like which isn't necessarily like the do or die thing of a commissioner. He doesn't do well, sort of like uh, talking on the press conferences. Um, I, you know, I think he's actually like a good guy, a nice person. Which I'm you know, sure a lot he's of these a great guy. Are just a lot of these commissioners of sports can be dyed in the wool assholes. Some of these people, you know, they're they're total sharks. And I don't know if that's required for the job, but he seems like a good human being. He's trying to make everybody happy but also serve his tour. I don't know. He, he just didn't come across as super strong in, in this in this press conference. Certainly answering questions about Renegade tours and things like that. Um, Should we yeah. do an ad read for something that is strong? Yeah, go ahead. The rain protection of zero restriction. This is Are you trying a to zero be a professional here and segue into things? <laughs> I just saw the moment. I'm looking at the clock, and I know we need to get this in. So... With it, you know, it's fall. Fall brings odd weather. You know what you're going to need? Some outerwear. Zero Restriction is uh, the sponsor of this week. They're the sponsor of the whole takeover week. They're the official outerwear of the Solheim Cup. Who knows if we're going to get some weather in Toledo? If we do, somebody should say, holy Toledo. Um, and, yeah, Zero Restriction makes good shit. You just got a big little care package from Zero Restriction, didn't you? I did, I did. I got a few things for myself, a few things for my wife. I got the Champ hoodie, which is, I guess, they're far the away, like flying off the shelves. Not Cameron Champ. I don't think he endorses it himself, but uh, the Champ hoodie, it's their best-selling item. Flying off the shelves is zerorestriction.com. It's like this mix. It's like it's like this windshell, like wicking knit liner. It's a full zip hoodie. Fits perfectly for me. They sent some like leggings for my wife. All this good, good... Uh, uh, women's clothing uh you, we have a code promo code is sgs25 25 off for a limited time that's a significant amount of money you know you put a lot of stuff in your cart you're getting a lot off at 25 percent. you know it's sgs25 so it's zero restriction they are the official outerwear provider of the usa solheim cup team official outerwear provider of the shotgun start the fried egg i would highly recommend the champ putty i now have it in my hands i've worn it it's not yet been cold enough it looks like it could be getting down into the low 60s come here uh next week as we flip to september but uh yeah i would i would highly recommend the champ putty i would highly recommend searching for your significant other if she's you're looking for a woman's clothes or if it's a man you could you know significant other you can find that either way as well yeah absolutely so uh, hit the champ hoodie, hit zerostriction.com, use the promo code SGS25. Hey, they're, they are, you know, uh, supporting, sponsoring Team USA this week. So get behind them. All right. Continuing on with the Tour Championship. Or not. 
Do you have anything yeah, else you want to add? I have stuff. You want a one and done pick? All right, go ahead. I have stuff. I I was in a discussion with a friend yet last night over some juice boxes. He had some some great points that I would be remiss if I didn't when we were talking about the playoffs and just how shitty it is. That's really the topic of conversation. He's a huge okay. golf fan. Huge golf nut. Okay. Just how shitty the playoffs are. And he can he his point is 100% like I fantastic. He said the problem with the playoffs is actually in the name the playoffs. It shouldn't be called the playoffs. What should it be called? Just the, Just FedEx, the FedEx Cup. Cup? If you got rid of okay. it, nobody if if you got rid of the word playoff, nobody would care. And the reason is that when you say playoffs, what it does is it makes us think of the NFL playoffs, the NBA playoffs, the MLB playoffs, NCAA tournament. And we so get these warm, fuzzy feelings about how awesome playoffs are in general. And and the problem is this isn't the playoffs. It's not, and that's sure. the thing. They're misusing the word playoffs. It's not the playoffs. It's the end of a regular season cup. And that's what it should be. These are the final three events of the regular season cup. And that's it. That's the problem. They're trying to make it out. That That's why everybody hates the FedEx Cup playoffs. Is because whether you know it deep down or not, they're trying to hoodwink us into believing that these are playoffs. And it's not. They're trying to get playoff juice when the thing is not a playoff. So get rid of the word playoff. And then all of a sudden, everything's better. I don't care. It's not a far. It's just the end of the season, and we can all look forward to it being over for one week before the next season starts. That's true. So you just—they change the name. You'll be sated. You just get rid of it. You'll, you'll, you're just done. Get rid. You'll be well. It all makes sense then. But then it yeah. all makes sense. It's like, oh yeah, that's why you have a head start. The the problem with this is that they call it the playoffs. It's not playoff. At all. Like, one guy starts with a huge lead over everybody else. That's not a playoff. That's fair. And then somebody took, oh, home court advantage and something else. You get home court advantage. You get a buy in the NFL if you're the one seed. That doesn't matter. That's that's you know so what? much. You still have to win games, and they start 0-0. Zero, zero. You know what I kind of like about this week? Of one thing I will... Th- I like that there's only 30 people. Now, I wish it was somewhere else and the format was different. I do love having such a limited set. I love having just 30, like elite, getting to those 30 means something. I, I love the field size. I think they've kind of, I think they've kind of hit the, hit their mark on that in terms of how big the fields are from one week to the next. Um, here's, here's the full 30, by the way. You see Patrick Reed? He's on the bus. He's taking a bus. He's taking a crate. Yeah, normal things. Definitely normal things that people do, right? Just taking, taking buses with uh, you know millions of dollars and lots of resources. They just decide to drive from Houston to Atlanta. That's definitely not a sign that something might be amiss. Or, or he's that was the weirdest. Like this empty bus. He's too close to the camera. Holding up. Why is he holding up his like hibiscus Star- Starbucks drink? His refresher. Like, why is that? What's that all about? Who's What's Kessler's hat? Wofo? It's one of those, like, abbreviations, whatever that. What could that be? Some some course in Woodlands something or other? I don't know. But it was just amusing to me. He goes, you know, I'm going to give it my best shot. I wonder if he's had, you know, 
some other shots. But anyways, um, yeah, I, I can't believe he's doing it. I think he's on the ropes for Ryder Cup. We didn't talk about this the other day because my audio was terrible. That's locked in. Patrick Cantley is your sixth guy. Um, we can talk about that Friday. We don't need to get into a big roster cup Can we do more of our segment that we haven't done any of since since we... Uh, a Ryder Cup Ryder. review? <laughs> yeah. It's, God, I, I don't want to I don't want to alarm people. It seems like Phil might be on the team. It no. seems like Phil could be. Well, the thing really, is, like, I, I don't know who the odd man out is for that. He didn't even make it this week. Maybe he's not, but he's really, really pushing for he's, it. He Re- won a major. He won a major, and he's twentieth in the standings. I think he's Reed's out. T- yeah, I hope Burns Unless is in. That's kind of who I hope then. I think it's going to be Berger. So Berger's been the best in the world on tour and strokes gained approach for several months now, I guess. So he's, he's lighting it up, strokes gained approach. So I think you got to put him on, but I could see him falling off. So we got Harris. the six. Is Harrison? He should be, right? I mean, based on merit, I don't know that he should be after watching what happened in the final round at Memphis. Um, I don't know. I saw it, Data Golf put up a thing that driving distance is really important. So I think that yeah. that Stricker's move in turn should be to add Todd to the to the team. Just a little uh, contact hitter. <laughs> Some guy let the other guy let his partner kind of swing for the fences while he tries to go station to station. <laughs> He's the guy that's not not afraid to lay lay the bu- bunt down. <laughs> you know, move the runner to second base. So we have the six qualifiers with Morikawa, which, oh, by the way, he's playing, like, not well. Hurt, not playing well. Sergio's starting to play well. It's all coming together for this to not maybe go great for the the Everybody uh, on the U.S. team hates each other. Morikawa, DJ DeChambeau, Kepka, Thomas, Cantlay are locks. Finau, Shoffley, Spieth. Finau and Shoffley are in. Locks as captain's picks. Harris English, Reed, and Berger round out the 12 in the points. I just think, like, does Reed got to take a bus to Wisconsin if he's on the team? What's going on there? What is he, I, I hope he's okay. Um, I don't know. It, it, Webb, I think, should be a nice thing. It'd be a nice thing to know what was going on with Reed if you were gambling and were considering putting some money on sure. him. Sure. You know that might sure. be something that might be something that should be readily available information if you're going to embrace gambling. One other thing on gambling, I've for years. This is not a Johnny came yesterday take. For years, I've been advocating for a one through thirty-two match play final to the FedEx Cup regular season, where they okay. play out so for the all two, the spots. Yeah. Yep. Now this would present the same issue that I alluded to earlier about the money list and how it's not a yeah, good representation. Go. But if you wanted to make this thing spicy, imagine imagine the betting spectacle of one through thirty-two being played out like uh, sixteen matches a day for five straight days. I think it would take five, right? Thirty-two. 32, be, 16, 8, No, I think you could four. do it Thursday. No, it'd be, it'd be, Sunday, right? no, it'd be five, five oh, matches. Unless you doubled up. So yeah, it'd be five yeah, days. Right. Five days right. of 16 matches. Easy gambling. Like, that would be a bonanza in sports books. 
you could make it the DraftKings Tour Championship, the FanDuel Tour, whatever you want to make it, right? It would just, yeah, it would be a big, big deal. I don't know. It, though. It, it seems like it, they've already sort of, the whole thing's already like bastardized with the staggered start, right? It's not like you're you're protecting some sort of integrity or, or historic exactly. you know, way the, the game is played. It sucks. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, all right, we'll do, hey, Friday, we'll do like a full, more of a Ryder Cup roster breakdown of who, who our final six are, who's got to be left out. We'll go into that more along with our Solheim Cup stuff for Friday. Are you indulging the player of the year race content? No. You know, it's just, it seems like just time to fill up air. There's Rom, there's Morikawa, and there's Cantlay. Cantlay did not win a major. He's won three times. It can't Morikawa be won a WGC, a major. Rom, obviously, probably the best player in the world by many statistical margins, and also won a major, and, and probably won, would have won, and won the memorial, ga- an event that Cantley would, have, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it's got to be Rom or Morikawa, but I just feel like I don't care about that. It seems like that's a thing that just, I don't know, podcasts and. Ro- what do you, you think? Ro- who's rookie of the year? And it's not going to be Zalatoris, maybe. Did any other rookie make I- it to Eastlake? I actually don't even know. I need to look into the. I need Rob Bolton's rookie rankings. We haven't checked in with with Rob Bolton's rookie rankings. Who else it's could be a be. rookie? Well, Van Royen's a rookie, and he made it, and he won. He, Van Royen's going to win rookie of the year. Thirty-one year old ha- rookie. Of it the always year. Yeah. it always goes to the person that's play that finishes lowest in the FedEx Cup. It does seem that does seem to be the way it goes. Are you sure he's a rookie? Yeah, I heard it on the telecast on Sunday. That's right. I don't know. You might not be eligible, though, for it. Higo? Garrick Higo? Does he count? Higo. Higo. Yeah, it should be Van Royen if he's eligible. But no, it should be Zalatoris. Well, yeah. He didn't win, though. <laughs> but he would have been like 23rd at the FedEx Cup. That's it's true. just... Perhaps Man, I'm po- giving the Barracuda too much weight to, uh, for Van Royen. So. All right. Do you have anything else on the Tour Championship? There's no one-and-done contest because everybody starts at different spots, and there's only 30 guys. Who cares? I'm taking um, Cantlay. I, I think I still have him. I have everybody. I, it's not even going on anymore. He's in a 10 under. I'm taking Cantlay. What's the worst? What's um, the worst? What's the worst that you think Cantley can finish this week? Starting starting at like tenth? Is that the worst you can finish? It feels like that. That feels like a good threshold. Um, there aren't a ton of low scores, if I don't, if I recall. Correctly. No, that's the thing. It's not it, like a place. Starting at ten under would be fine if we were playing Caves Valley, but like the yeah. score, the scores aren't crazy low here. So starting at ten under is kind of a bit preposterous. Like the guys that <laughs> the guys that even aren't going to shoot twenty five under. Right, right. I I uh, I like. Yeah, it's hard for me to see him falling out like top seven. Right, you know. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like spits the bit. Yeah. If so you just I, completely, I, uh, I as I remember, I think like one under, two under. Is like you end up like in like fourteenth at one or two under. <laughs> All right, let's continue out their schedule for the week. The Italian Open is at Marco Simone. Speaking of Ryder Cup, here's your Ryder Cup preview. Pre- we get yeah. to see this. Apparently, 
I have Intel. I have Intel. Let me pull it up. The um, non-photo. We got to see the non-Photoshop version of Marco Simone. Yeah, the, not the CGI. It's Marco Simone. This will have the Ryder Cup in two years' time. Uh, all I got, I haven't seen pictures yet. Quote, Italian Open is power line content central again. So apparently there are still power lines. I thought they were burying them ahead of the Ryder Cup. Still some time uh, to do that. Check hasn't has cashed yet. Very good holes, some very average ones. The greens are superb. The rough is hideous. It's full of weeds and different grasses. So I like that. That's your Marco I like, Simone. I like that. Uh, that's that's. <laughs> I enjoy that description of the rough. I think they should keep it that way. You know those so that power is your, lines. Uh, coffee do you know how much it costs yeah. to bury a power line? No, probably a lot of money, right? I like. I down. believe that like a like a small power line is in like the hundreds of thousands because golf courses try and bury them a lot. Oh sure, sure. <laughs> like and, and these are the that big I've ones. talked to people. Yeah, I think I think it's going to be like probably a couple hundred thousand per line. Well, you know. Ryder Cup makes a ton of money. It's big business. I'm sure they can get to it. Hey, that's some coffee golf. Uh, what if they, what if they put venue. some grandstands right under the big power lines and you just hear the buzzing all day when you're sitting under there? I don't think they're going to do that for liability purposes. Um, the KFT Championship. It's the finals that the uh, Victoria National. What's the uh, what's Will, Will Knight's? Will Knight's uh, analogy, Rainbow, Rainbow Road. Rainbow Road. You got a hard stop here. We got to get to Journeyman of the Week. Oh, we're good. We'll go to 3.30. We'll go. Okay. Kids late for baseball practice. The hell with them. Uh, so, Are they going to show up in their cleats? Does your manager wear the manager's get up? The, for the I don't know. Week? It's first practice in the fall. <laughs> you should I'm buy the guy. About that. You should buy, buy the guy. Some pants, some adult pants. <laughs> some manager pants. Uh, so yeah, the Corn Ferry Tour Championship. That's Rainbow Road at Victoria National. It's the last one of the year. You got a few people jostling for cards at the bottom of the twenty-five. Many of them already have. I've seen some some tour veterans like Patrick Rogers on the wrong side. He was our journeyman of the week last week. He'll obviously have some conditional status for next year, but he's just outside the top twenty-five. Maybe going home to Indiana could be some good vibes. But that will be on. I think. I think I saw. I think it's it's got to be tape delay. Saturday, Sunday, 8 to 10 p.m., 7 to 9 p.m. on Sunday. It's dark in Indiana then. I know yeah. Solheim Cup is the show probably on Golf Channel then. I just the chance. Why can't we take over CNBC or something? Find a channel. Yeah, or I, I don't get that. It's 10 to 12 on Thursday, Friday. It's going to so kind of ruin event. the moments. It's good, like it's not going right. to be the same kind of moment drama when you could just go on PGAtour.com and find the results. If that is indeed true, don't quote me on it, but that's what I see, 7 to 9 on Sunday. So, uh, And that rounds out your schedule for the week. Tour Championship, Italian Open, KFT, and Solheim Cup, which we'll talk about on Friday. We have a bunch of news. We'll kick it. We'll keep pushing it off. I love Kicking Stuart Sink, the talking about how someone might get murdered outside the ropes. Very strong language from uh, Stu Sink today about the, the fan behavior. But let's go to our journeyman well, of the he's week. He's a family it's, it's man. Our, I don't know if you heard, but his son, Caddy's from. I've heard that. Reagan. I've, I've, I've heard that once or twice. Kind of amazing he made it to the 30, but good for him. Let's do our journeyman of the week. 
Uh, they, the text to win sweepstakes is ending today. If you're listening to this Tuesday before we uh, post it on Monday, uh, Wednesday, it closes August 31st. Text journeyman 55678 to uh, text journeyman to 55678. The word journeyman, singular. It gets you a two, three-day, two-night stay at the distillery in Three Oaks, Michigan. You get a round of golf at Lost Dunes Golf Course and Point of Woods. You get uh, no purchase necessary, open to residents 21 years of age or older at the time of entry. Again, that's text the word journeyman to 55678. Do it quickly. It closes at the end of August 31st. Maybe they're, you know, maybe they'll let you through. Maybe they'll let you through on uh, Wednesday morning. But uh, thanks to Journeyman for sponsoring Journeyman of the Week. They are available in 25 states. It's the official spirit of the shotgun start. You know, brown juice season is here. Fast approaches. Um, they've got award-winning rise, <clears throat> award-winning bourbons. Uh, they have a Silver Cross, which gives back a portion of the proceeds. The Silver Cross uh, whiskey gives back a portion of the proceeds of the First Tea and Evans Scholar Foundation. Um, so go to journeymandistillery.com slash findyourspirit to find a retailer near you. I actually did this last year, and I found out one was right up the street from me. I went and I got that uh, that, that oh, see, cider, the, old, the, the hard old country, cider. Yeah, the old country goodness. Yeah, so go to journeymandistillery.com slash findyourspirit. It's a small business, small distillery up in Michigan. Support them. They are supporting the podcast with their journeyman of the week. So who is that, Andy? Who are we going with? Today's journeyman of the week is Scott Gucheski. Oh, he's in, right? He's like 40 <laughs> He's something. in. He's 44. Last week. He's a burly boy. He is he's a burly a, boy. He's 44. He's a burly boy. He's a, he's a big Nebraska Husker fan. He's from Nebraska. Oh, uh, tough week bad. for them. Congrats tough to your week. Lion Eye. They they went down to Bird Bert's first victim as the new head coach of the Illini football. Illini first football might be back. <laughs> oh, might God. be back. Get out of here. Surprised oh, we, we didn't get any top 25 votes after that dominant performance on Saturday. <laughs> That's good. I love it. Uh, I was uh, happy for you. I was following it from the from the event. I was wrapped with attention. So, all right. Um, so Gusheski, tough week for G- him and his Huskers. Go- so his, his name look. It looks like you might say Gusheski. Yeah. So it's goo goo like goo chess like Queen's Gambit key like a key you use for your car. Even though cars don't really have keys anymore. Okay. When does that change? Okay. When does like the car key get called the car remote? Car fob? Car remote? I don't know. Probably never. I think that's just ingrained. That's how it's going to be forever. I think I'm done so. calling it a key. <laughs> All right. I appreciate it. You fight that fight out there. I, All right. I, I support you. So Gucheski will be on the PGA Tour for the first time since 2011. He's been just grinding since he's he's had some injuries, been banged up on in, with injuries, been playing on all all these you know smaller tours, the Corn Ferry Tour, he, you know, uh, you know, he finished. Uh, he got in because of the 18th at Nationwide, and he had a high finish at Boise, but the Boise yeah, might have. Yeah, the nationwide, the 18th, his high finish at Boise really locked it in for the most part. It was more mere formality, but he finished 18th at at, nation, at, at Columbus to officially get in. Um, Gucheski 
Yeah, said this after he said everybody keeps getting younger and it's just it's hard. It's about all I can say. It's not all I want to say, but that's all I can't say. It's just really hard. I can't really compose myself, but this is why we do it. He was crying in this interview. Uh, it was a really cool moment. Um, so he, he had talked his wife into flying out um, and going down to Evansville this week with him. And uh, they celebrated on their drive with a stop at Denny's. Okay, I'm not going to cast any judgment on that, but that sounds gross. I'm sorry. I can't get over those those fast casual breakfasts. I could do lunch. I can't do Denny's, Bob Evans, all that stuff. It's just Waffle gross House. To me. I've never been to a Waffle House, as we've discussed here before. Neither of you. We're just two <laughs> Midwestern corn-fed idiots. I don't know. I've, been, I've done IHOP, which you know, I, Denny's doesn't sound appealing. I got to be honest. Sorry. So he qual- he qualified for the tour four other times. He did it three times via the then nationwide tour. So in 04, 08, and 2010, he graduated off that. He also did Q school in 06. Can you guess his career earnings? He's never retained his card for a season. Um like 2 and a half million? Three, just over three. three. Yeah. So three you think million? about it. He's Never forty-four. Re- he's forty-four. But like you know, he's incurred a lot of expenses yeah. playing professional golf. Like it's not cheap. Yeah. You know, the, I, I, you know, like you, I just, I'm rooting for this guy to keep his card. That's like re- legitimately. That's going to be something that I watch in 2021. I'd love. This guy seems like a nice guy. I, I scrolled his Twitter for a long time. I couldn't find any. Like Scott Piercy. Anything interesting? Yeah. Oh, well, I did. I did pull. I did pull some of my favorite tweets of his. If you want me to get into those. Yes, please. Let's go. What did What did All you right. like? What I mean, Nebraska for you know, Here's some se- selected tweets. It's super frustrating when these phone updates kill your battery life. I love that. <laughs> That's good. That's good stuff. Good color. So he apparently he's a peanut butter snob because he said, I'm starting to see some positives to the creamy butter, peanut butter argument. Maybe there's a spa- there's a place in this world for for the creamy peanut butter crowd. I mean, it is easier to spread. Is this a moment it of is. weakness for me or a sign of maturity and open mindedness? Seems like he's a, it must mean he's a chunky peanut butter guy, right? Oh yeah, the nuts everywhere. It is hard to spread with my kids. I I love they they partial the creamy. So when you got to make lunch in the morning, if, uh, usually you know it, it spreads quickly. Interesting. So those are two, two tweets. That I like. I think we should get them on the pod to talk about fruit and the battery different life. Thi- yeah, just different yeah. things. He seems like he okay. likes to weigh in on different topics in life. Um, he played golf at Creighton before transferring to Nebraska. He graduated in 99 from Nebraska. He was on the best Nebraska golf team ever. They finished 14th in uh, NCAAs. That's the best Anybody Nebraska else we know? Have heard of? Uh, heard from? No, or, I don't no think that so. was another, yeah, more research. Okay. Um, right. So here I did do, I did pull the people that he graduated, uh, whether it was the Nationwide or Q School with, and uh, some notables. Are you ready? Okay. 
Yep. 04. There were a lot of repeats. A lot of guys showed up twice. Like he was must have been bouncing up and down with some guys. So okay. 04. Baby Walrus. James Driscoll. DA points. Walker, Texas backstopper, and Nick Watney. Wow. What a collection of people. <laughs> Amazing. Q School in 06. Marino, Steve Marino, Robert Garrigus, Anthony oh Kim, Alex Cheka, the senior tour great, Filet de Young, <laughs> Jocko Van Zyl, and Bob May. Bob May. What a cross section of like yes. people who feel like are, you know, came up in the 80s and people who still are playing and Cheka and. Oh my God! What a cross AK, section of, AK of generations in there. there. Anthony Kim, yeah, yeah. Oh, eight, oh eight. DeJong again. PGA Tour live. Piercy, Chris Blanks, Wittenberg, Casey Wittenberg. Da points again. Brendan Todd, Spencer Levine, and the Dutch boy. Ricky Barnes. Your colleague, the Dutch boy. And then 2010, Chris Kirk, the Solicitor General, Tommy Ganey. Oh, God. Jonathan Vegas got his visa sorted out, so he got to come over and play. <laughs> Didn't have any, you know, issues with his visa. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kevin Chappell, Kevin Kisner, Keegan Bradley, Hermie. Jim Herman, Pip Winner, yep. the Hitman Hearn, David Hearn, and uh, Bowditch, Stephen Bowditch. Oh. Then, oh all right. Now, it. real quick, personal, um, er, special interest. This is a special interest. Guess his special interest on the PGA Tour website. He has Hunting? one special interest. No hobbies. Was, no. College spend, football. Spending time with family. Well, I mean, that's not <laughs> special or an interest. That's what, that's required. It's part of life. It's impossible to not have that. Okay. All right. So about his these family. These guys really just punt. They must get so annoyed getting asked to list these, and they just punt on that question. All right. He's, he's got three kids, and uh, his youngest, or his, his oldest, his son, just enrolled in um, in. Uh, college. He's playing golf at University of, or Iowa State. He was a okay. two-time junior of the year uh, in Nebraska, and uh, yeah, he qualified for the U.S. Junior this year. Really good player. Uh, he actually talked. Scott talked about uh, how emotional it was because the week of Boise, which he he was the 54-hole leader at Boise. The week of that, he dropped his son off to college on the Monday of that week. Oh. And he just wow. talked about how emotional of a week it had been uh, uh, on like, you know, he goes, does yeah. that, which is like a crazy thing, I imagine. And then he comes and he's he's leading through 54 holes. Um, one other quote from that leading 54 holes. I feel like everybody out here thinks I'm about hanging it up every week or two. Every time you miss a cut and you're on the road in the middle of nowhere, you think, what am I doing here? But we do it for the good weeks. I do love playing. I love being out here and competing. It's hard to be out here if you don't want to be out here. Almost impossible to be successful. But I love it. There's nothing better. 
Good stuff. Guy to Good root stuff. for. It's, yeah, absolute like d- definition of journeyman for sure. Uh, but he's got his card. You're hoping someone to follow. He's you know, he's not gonna have the best status getting through on the finals or wherever he lands. He's, he's you know. Well, if he finishes high and if he finishes, if yeah. he has another good week, because they do it alternate. They do one, yeah, one, two, two. Yep. So he could be a pretty good status if he if he has a good week this week. Yep, that's fair. All right, All right, that's it. That does it. Journeyman, thanks to Zero Restriction, SGS25. Thanks to Journeyman. Fill out the rocket bucket. Get in there. We'll be back Friday, a full Solheim Cup preview, maybe some Ryder Cup chatter, and we'll check in on the uh, where guys are with their net tour, net, net tour championship.